I passive aggressively yes. said, you're bugging the crap out of me. So here's the paper, here's the money, here's the pen. You fill it all out. Right. And that didn't because, feel great. Because apparently you think I'm incompetent. It right. was massively passive aggressive. And it, you're right. It was worthy of hurting your feelings. Right. It, it's uh, completely understandable. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, why telling your spouse what to do will probably hurt their feelings. Did I get it? You did it. Yes. (laughs) Only the second take. (laughs) Perfect. Hi. Hi. You're very pretty today. Thank you. And I have lipstick on me now. Not anymore. It is our 50th podcast episode. It is. And it's our third time recording it. (laughs) Yes, yes it is. First time we had a a glitch with the video uh, recording of it. The second time we had a glitch with with the the audio audio recording of it. So we Third time's a charm. We're going to see if we get it right this time. We've recorded 49 episodes and really haven't had that big of technical issues. And now for our 50th one, it's like we forget how to push all the buttons the right way or we forget how to do this. Right. I don't think that's it. We are going to get it out. Yesterday, you and I had a little bit of a brief squabble just a few minutes before we jumped in some tubes and went floating down (laughs) the Clackamas River. Right. We did. All it was, was we had to get to MacGyver Park and we had to pay for our parking, parking. five day day use fee, $5, five dollar day, day use free. And their credit card machine isn't working. So you have to drive down to the little information kiosk and fill out the paperwork and put the money in and put it in the slot and <clears throat> you're off with your day. I get out of the car. I start filling out the paperwork and we have Sam with us because we have two cars because right. we want to float the river. We got to drop one off at the drop off point. And so as I'm filling this out, you get out of the car and you come over and you tell me how I should fill out the paperwork. That's your perception of it. I guess we still have some stuff to work through because that feels a little like accusatory of something. Now, again, I I know with all of my heart that you don't think I'm a moron. I trust that you think I'm a fairly capable, competent human being. You, You treat me that way most of the time. But every once in a while, you tell me how to do something that I already know how to do or I'm already doing it the way that I want to do it. And and it bothers me. It it, right. ins- it, it, it insults me. It makes me feel bad. Like, I need you to tell me how to fill out a piece of paper and put money in it and put it in the little slot. Right. And this might be <clears throat> where where lenses come in. I was making a suggestion. I wasn't actually telling you how to do it. I was just making a suggestion, but you took it as me telling you how to do it. Yeah, I do take it that way. Which, well, that's... So let's let's explore this a little bit. Sure. Can we we take it apart a little bit? Sure. What would it have felt like for you if you said, oh, here's how I would do it. And you, you have a suggestion on how I should do it, but you didn't tell me. What would that feel like for you? Um... Well, I guess the first thing that comes to my mind is I would worry that it wouldn't get done correctly so I could see how that would come across as as 
me sounding like I'm telling you something wrong. Because but, you don't think I can do it correctly. No. Again, subconsciously. It's your personal fear. Again, I know that you're not overtly n telling you that. No. This, the, the deeper layer is, I don't want to get in trouble. I'm afraid we're going to get in trouble. And if you trust me to do it, I might do it wrong and get you in trouble. So it's about control for you. If you uh, do it, okay. you can control it. The, you make then, sure it's done right. Okay, yes. <clears throat> and you won't get in trouble. Yes, I would agree with that. So it comes back to either an issue of control or an issue of trust. Hmm, true. We've been married long enough that I recognize you are telling me how to do that because you have to alleviate some sort of tension or emotional stress in your heart. And by telling me that, you then can go check. Okay, I've told him what to do. And if we get in trouble... That doesn't even cross my mind. Again, I think it's all subconscious. Oh. Again, back to that. If you didn't do that, what would it feel like? If you didn't make, would, give me a I suggestion. Would worry, I would worry that we were going to get in trouble the whole time. Yeah. I, I, think, I think a lot of it for me is verbal processing. Yeah. I'm a verbal processor. Very much so. So being able to, and maybe some of it is also just that validation of, oh, you have good ideas. You're smart. Yeah. Apparently, because I can hear some feelings yeah, in your my voice. Eyes are getting teary. Yeah. So, so if I could verbally process out loud or say what I've thought through, because a lot of times, even when you're working on cars or building things, I have I I I go through how how could you do this? Not how could you do this, but how could it be done? Correct. And you want to share it with me. Right. You have an opinion. Right. Um, and, and not now I will say sometimes I am actually telling you I want it done this way. And maybe I just need to say, could you please do it this way? Right. And maybe that's how we could delineate right. for you what it is I need. If I can make that shift of, will you do it this way for me? Then you don't have to every time I say something think that I'm saying do it this way. Does that make sense? It does make sense. This has been one of the bigger adjustments I've had to make recently in our marriage. Even as of the the production time in this podcast series, I have had probably more sensitivity to your needing to share your opinion because you are, again, you're processing through how could this get done? Not how should Paul do it? Right. How would this get done? It does make me feel like, well, if I don't do it your way now, it's going to cause a problem because you are telling me how you want to you want it to be done. Everything as simple as you know, how to get eggs out of the refrigerator to make eggs in the morning, or where to get the spatulas. And it's like, I've done this a thousand times. I know where the spatulas are. I know how to fill out paperwork. My defensiveness, the area of growth that I have to go through, is not being triggered as if I'm being critiqued, criticized, looked down upon, like right. you think that I'm incapable or incompetent right. in some way. Because you get triggered, you you either have a choice of responding to me by saying, oh, thanks for your thought or your idea, or I have my own idea being snappy about it or whatever. Or the other option that you choose is to, like yesterday, you just slid it all over to me and you said you do it i passive aggressively yes. said you're bugging the crap out of me so here's the paper here's the money here's the pin you fill it all out right and that didn't because, feel great because apparently you think i'm incompetent it right. was massively passive aggressive and it, you're right it was worthy of hurting your feelings right it, it 
uh, completely understandable. When you come up and tell me how to do it, I'm put into a double bind because I either have to go, no, I'm doing it my way. Leave me alone. <laughs> There's Okay, go ahead. I can either go, fine, I'll do it your way, which kind of emasculates me. Or there is a third way. Right. There is a third way. Which is, thank you very much for sharing your opinion. I've got it handled. I got it taken care of. You don't need to worry about it. Or you, and, and it doesn't even have to be that. It could be, oh, that's a, that's a great idea. That's one way that we could do it. But I'm going to choose to do it my way. Right. I'm not going to do it your way. I'm going to do it my way. Right. But it's validating to me like, oh, that's yeah. a good idea. There, There's lots of different options. There's not just one way to do something. You're absolutely correct. So you're absolutely. But correct. I think I think lately you've been deferring to that passive aggressive piece. Mm -hmm. And that's real painful for me because then then it makes me feel like. What did I do wrong? Yeah. When I'm just talking about here's what I thought. Here's a way to do it. I'm not telling you that's how you need to do it. Um, and it just doesn't feel good. It's like, why can't he just tell me what he's feeling instead of passively, aggressively, like, fine, here, you do it. And it's like, just, it's ignoring the, the big old elephant that's sitting in the room, but I feel it. This might be bad timing to share this. And the joy of editing is we oh can keep this out of it if we don't want to. Probably six months ago, a year ago, I actually thought consciously, I'm going to start doing to her what she's done to me. So every time you start making eggs, it's like, oh, you know how you should make your eggs? You should do it this way, this way, and this way. Oh, you know how you should do this? You should do it this way, this way, and this way. Almost as a retaliatory, I want you to see how it feels. That's kind of rude. It would have been very rude. I chose not to. But my humanity, my, you hurt my feelings, so I'm going to hurt your feelings back in the exact same way. Right. Puts us up into that almost one-upping that survival brain piece. It is. It's based on the survival brain, but it is also, it is a, I want to hurt you in the exact same way you hurt me so that you know how I feel, which is one of the crappiest methodologies of trying to help someone understand how you feel because you've just triggered their defensiveness by treating them badly. Right. And it actually is a spiral to the bottom. And I think a lot of couples do treat or try to resolve these issues right. by you hurt me in this way. I'm going to let you know how it feels straight up and I'm going to do it right, right back, back to you. So I didn't do that. I've been tempted to do that. I appreciate that. I'm sorry for even thinking it, but my flawed, human. sinful human brain goes there. And I try to be a student of you. I try to actually recognize why does she need to tell me how to do this? It isn't about me. It's about her. She wants to make sure. And again, I know your story. I know that you don't want to get in trouble. I also know that you have a hard time giving up control. Right. And I also know um, that that trust is always not the easiest thing um, because For whatever reason. you don't want to be falsely accused of things that you've not done. Or hurt. Or, or yeah, all of those things. Numerous things. Right. So I have to keep reminding myself, this isn't about me. This is about her. Even though it hurts my feelings. Even though it bothers me when you do it to me every time. Because it does sure. come across as, I got to double check up. I got to double check on you, Paul. I got to make sure you're doing it the right way. Right. And that's interesting because I don't even think about, I don't even, that's not even in my conscious um, thought yeah. that I've got to check up on you. I know you're a completely capable, competent man. You do 
tons of things that I think, how on earth does he know how to do that? Mm-hmm. So there, there's no question in my mind that you're capable and competent. Everything, everything in communication between couples, between work um, bosses, between you and the grocery lady always goes through filters. And right. so your behaviors are going through my filters sure, and my insecurities. Those filters right. are usually my insecurities. And that is, I don't want to be incompetent. Right. And so when you say anything that even sounds remotely like you're pushing that incompetent thing, I respond right. because of that filter. And the same thing happens to sure. you. I say things go through your filter yep, and you get triggered in that way. Well, here's what I will make a conscious effort, oops, conscious effort to try to do. Okay. When I'm processing and have thought about these things, I will work really hard not to say you should do it this way. Perfect. That would be wonderful. Because if I say you should do it, that's, uh, in my mind, I'm not thinking that you should do it. This is how it has to be done. It's just the way to get the sentence out. Yeah. So I'll be, I'll try to be really conscious of, yeah. here's what I thought. Here's a, here's a way I thought that might work. Yeah. Or One of the phrases that I've been playing with, and I don't know if you've recognized it or not, but it is, if it were me, I would do it this way, but you can do it however you want. Yeah, <clears throat> actually I've noticed that and it doesn't sit great for me. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Wonder why? Um. I don't know. I, I'll have to think about that. But now that you mentioned that sentence, it's like, yeah, when you say that to me, it doesn't, it has a sense of there's something behind it. Maybe this is what's behind it is all of our conversation right here. And it's because I have opinions too on how you should do things. And, and that's because again, not you're not incapable or incompetent. It's simply because I'm processing through how would you solve this problem? Right. This is the way I would do it. And I want to share it with you. Right. But I also don't want it to come across as this is how you should do it. Right. And I'm telling you what so, to do. So th- that must be the, because the, the piece of, but you do it however you want to do it. That's the piece that doesn't sit well for me. But that could just be because you're trying to not sound like this is how you should do it. And yep. you're... We have some more work to do around sure. this. And this was one three minute interaction that you and I had. At the beginning of what was a wonderful day together, floating down the river, but it could have easily sabotaged our whole fun day together. And I know for a fact, because I have people sitting in my office as a counselor day in, day out, who can't work through this simple of an issue because they aren't aware of their filters. They aren't aware of how their, their message is coming across, how they're communicating the, the passive aggressive tones. They aren't taking responsibility for like they need to the defensive tones. They're not taking responsibility like they need to communication is just this huge monster skill set that has to be developed between a husband and a wife. And you and I bumped into it yesterday, yesterday, just before we floated down the river. And I'm glad to say, again, it didn't ruin or contaminate our day. Right. And I want a lot of other couples to understand and know it can actually get resolved. Right. You, you can get better at it by becoming conscious about it. Right. That, that you can have an experience like that and it doesn't have to ruin your day, your week. Yep. Yep. Yeah. One of the shifts that we're making in secure marriage is we hear so often this this recognition and the desire to actually improve communication skills between a husband and a wife. It's just right. the most common skill set, tangible skill set we hear from couples um, that they want to improve. And so we're actually going to be making a very concerted effort 
a focus on communication between husband and wife. We have some new tools that are coming out around that. Yep. Um, some We're going to be making some very um, specific and detailed uh, videos, uh, giving you those tools and those skills so that you can improve your communication. Um, because if you can improve your communication, well, if you don't improve your communication, it actually leads to conflict, which then screws up your communication even more because you're pissed off at each other and right. you get stuck on the conflict cycle. But if you can improve your communication, it actually helps you um, get, get on into the connection cycle and that helps you have better communication and now you're on this really good cycle and so we want to get people off of that conflict cycle onto the connection cycle by improving their communication there are six tools you can use to actually do that we call it the secure marriage framework to get from one to the other and we have a lot of ways to for you to learn about those the best place to start if you're going yes we need to make our communication better it completely sucks Tell us how you do it, guys. <laughs> SecureMarriage.com is the place to start, and it actually walks you through in three videos that, that whole idea between the conflict cycle and the connection cycle and what those six parts of the Secure Marriage Framework are that looks like it. Um, but we're going to be making some very um, uh, intentional efforts on on giving even more tools around the communication, of, uh, communication aspect of marriage because right. obviously... As of yesterday, we still have some work to do <laughs> to even get better at this. So right. what do we say all the time? We don't have a perfect marriage. But we do have a secure marriage. And we want you guys to have right. one too. So if you think that would be helpful, check out securemarriage.com and um, start with your three free videos there. You can also find more information about us on uh, Facebook yep. or uh Instagram. The Gram. Apparently people are calling That's, it. People are calling it the Gram. The Gram. Okay. Well, I'm not that hip yet. <laughs> I'm still having a hard time just, you know, figuring yep. it all out. Um, we also have a YouTube channel, Secure Marriage YouTube channel, where there's yep. lots and lots of videos that you can watch of us. Um, and more are coming. And more are coming. Correct. Uh, oh, today. Today. To, Today is the 31st 31th, yep. and um, your book is uh, officially officially launching today. So if you want to have a Kindle version of that, it's releasing today. Um, if you want an actual paper version of it that you can hold in your hands and smell the ink and all of that, you can order that as well. It's all on Amazon. It's called What a Wife Really Wants. What a Wife Really Wants. You probably want to know the, the name of the book. Look that up or look up Paul Elmore. Um, right. Either one of those on Amazon.com will get you there and you can order it and enjoy either version of it. I actually have the audiobook recorded, um, just not done quite editing yet. And then that's going to be available probably on Audible as well. So yeah. if you want uh, the audio version of it, um, you can leave a comment on this uh, podcast episode. You can also leave us a review. Right. If you enjoy this podcast series, the reviews actually really help because it kind of bumps us up in the rankings and other couples who are looking um, for ways to improve their relationship can find, find us fastest and easier. So right. you would actually be helping other couples by doing that yeah. plus it gives us warm fuzzies <laughs> it helps us know that all this stuff that we're trying to do actually um is is helping other people because that's that's the main purpose of yep. why we want to do this we want to see marriages um thrive and get better so that yep. couples fight less and feel understood and enjoy a deeper connection with their spouse so other than that i think that's it i think that's it thanks for watching and listening and we're Paul and Shannon Elmore, and you've been listening to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. Gotta get the tagline in there. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode...
why telling your spouse what to do will probably hurt their feelings. Thank you.